Hey, welcome to Life in the Leadership Lane. I'm your host, Bruce Waller, where I get to talk to leaders that are making a difference in the workplace and in our communities. What did they do to get started and what are they doing to stay there? And here we go. We are starting our HR Southwest Conference Series, where I get to feature speakers from this year's 2023 HR Southwest Conference. And today, man, I am excited to kick off with Matt May. Matt May is the founder and CEO of Premier Team Building and Interactive Experiences. He's an author. He's also speaker at this year's HR Southwest Conference. Hey, Matt, how you doing? I'm great, Bruce. Thanks so much for having me. Man, I'm so excited to have you on the show. You know, I just didn't realize, here we are, we're, we're recording this, we're in, we're in June, we're counting down the, the, the days or the weeks to HR Southwest Conference, but we just uh, came back from the SHRM National Conference, and I, man, the conference is so big, I didn't get a chance to get over and say hello. How, how'd it go for you? It went really well. I My breakout sessions, I did two days, the same presentation, Take the Fear Out of Team Building, which I'm doing at HR Southwest. And I was way at the north end <laughs> of that hall. And then I had to book it to go to my book signing in the West Hall, which on a good day is a 15-minute walk. Yeah. And they give us about 10 minutes. So it was, it was a hoof for me, but it was a lot of fun. Had a great amount of fun with both of my sessions, the participants, seem to enjoy it. I hope got a lot out of it. You know, the best part of these conferences is doing the networking and and helping each other moving forward. So I, I was able to do some of that, which is always great. I love that. I'm excited to meet you and see you at the HR Southwest Conference in Fort Worth, Texas. It's going to be on October the 15th through the 18th at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Uh, I'll drop a link in the show notes so you can get registered. And we're going to talk leadership. You, uh, of course, I mentioned you're an author, Take the Fear Out of team building. We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more. But as we kick it off, I, I want to, I really wanted to kick it off with, you know, just getting to know you a little bit more. Share the Matt May story. Like, where did you grow up? And I'm how in the world did you get into speaking? Well, I'm originally from upstate New York. And when I say upstate, I mean way upstate, Lake Ontario area uh, okay. outside of Rochester. I went to school up near Buffalo and then lived in New York City for five years. And then I decided I wanted to be able to drink my coffee outside, whether it was June or January. So I hoofed it down to Florida and I've been in Florida for 20 years now. Uh, and that's where I'm based. However, I travel nationwide. Um, my background, I did theater and music all through junior high and high school and went to school, went to college for theater. And then I picked up a double major in arts administration, which is basically a business degree. Uh, and then I have my master's in interdisciplinary arts. So I did a lot of different things. I have a very unconventional career path. Funny enough, I'm working on my second book right now uh, about following your organic path. And it may not be quote unquote traditional. So, uh, and that's kind of what sparked the idea is that I have a very non-linear path, but I have worked in education. I've worked in events and entertainment. I've worked in um, well, live entertainment. So it all kind of converged together 10, 12 years ago now. Uh, and I've been doing team building primarily ever since then. And then I started speaking on it a few years ago, and I said, this would be great to just give a, a small, short book. It's not full of tips. And when I when I speak, I speak on the topic. I don't give you 400 activities to take with you to go and do on your own. I, give, I do give you tips, excuse me. Um, 
on things to look out for or to consider when you're presenting a team building program for your company or if you're a meeting planner for your client, whatever. So that's what it's about. And it's a very interactive, my president, I'm a very interactive person. So I really like to get people engaged. Uh, we've all sat through the Charlie Brown teacher wah, wah, wah presentations and they're just, ugh, get me, is, is, it, is it over yet? Right? So uh, my presentation is very engaging. Uh, people are up on their feet, hands-on, and that's what I really love about it. That's exciting. That's exciting. Well, let's talk about the HR Southwest Conference uh, in Fort Worth, Texas. Is this your first time coming to the HR Southwest? It is. I've been to Fort Worth and the Dallas-Fort Worth okay. area many times, but I've never been to HR Southwest, so I'm super excited. With the uh, conference theme this year is Learn, Network, and Grow. And I, I I would like to kick it off just ask, like, what does that mean to you when you hear learn, network, and grow? Well, I mean, certainly we all go to these conferences to take home new pieces of, of advice and, and whatnot that'll help us in our work, of course, but hopefully in our daily lives too. Network, as I mentioned before, to me, the networking is one of the greatest parts of coming to these conferences is meeting the other people and saying, okay, what do you do? What do I do? How can we collaborate? How can we help each other? Maybe we can't, but great to meet you. And if I ever can in the future, let me know and vice versa. Um, grow, I mean, we're always growing, right? Until from the day we're we're born until the day we die, theoretically, we're growing. We're growing up, we're growing older. <laughs> Uh, but hopefully growing to be better people and better at we do at what we do in our families, what, what we do uh, with our work, with what we do in our communities, constantly trying to grow. So I think this conference is, yes, it's a quote unquote HR conference, but I think the theme this year um, certainly encompasses life in general. And I hope people really are going to embrace that. Uh, I, I, as I think about, you know, when you, when you talked about, you know, grow, uh, I, I hear the word with growth. I hear the word uncomfortable. That's when you're really growing. And that's, that's sometimes fearful. I mean, I, I sit here and think, well, you know, we all want to learn, right? So, so we're showing up, but the networking and the growing uh, sometimes can be difficult. And so I thought about that because your, 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 your topic is take the fear out of team building. And I'm sitting there going, man, there's a lot of fearful stuff here. And I want to dive into this. Why, why do people, uh, why do people need to hear this message? Like where'd the fear come from? Because, you know, when I think about team building, a lot of times I'm th like, those are my biggest takeaways. However, when someone says, okay, everybody get up and hold your hand out. I'm like, oh man, where are we going? Talk a little bit about that. And that's just it. I think it's the unknown. I think people have inherent fears, whether it be a fear of public speaking or a fear of heights or a fear of speed or a fear of looking foolish or failure. So many of those things are equated to team building. I did a poll two years ago when I wrote the book and asked people, what do you think or uh, of when you when you hear or read team building. And I got some matter of fact answers. I got some positive ones, but I got a lot of ones that are very negative. And mm -hmm. I won't go into all of them now, but some of them are um, Kill Me Now was one of my favorites. A, a day where I roll my eyes far back, I might almost sprain them. Uh, forced fun, corporate kumbaya. Those are some of the ones that I got. And, and you know, I, I looked into it and why do people have this? Is it a fear? Is it that they have been 
participating in the past in team building experiences that were not effective or mm -hmm. well done. Um, generally, outgoing people are like, great, what are we going to do? I'm ready to zip line. I'm ready to go paintballing, which to me is not team building, but that's something that a lot of people feel. So people who are maybe introverted get anxiety over it or, oh, I don't want to have to do this. I don't want to have to touch hands. I don't want to do trust falls. People think of trust falls as team building. What if they don't catch me? What if I fall on my butt? That type of thing. So I think it's fear that normally stems from bad past experiences or experience not having team building experiences or what they think are team building experiences to some people may not be to another. For us, with my company and me, it's putting people together who may or may not work together on a daily basis, giving them competition, mm. challenges, having them communicate and collaborate organically not beating a dead horse, putting them together so that they experience those those seas together without being threatened. I love that. I think that's uh I think when I when I hear team building, I hear connection. And, and I think that's what we're all looking for is deeper connections. However, sometimes it takes work to get that deeper connection. And that work may mean, hey, get up and be part of a team building exercise. I'm I'm curious. I gave you a few questions, but I was just as I sit here thinking about this. Is there a is there a time when we should plan team building activities? Should that be should that be weekly, monthly, quarterly? What what does that look like for I don't know organizations that you see that have success? Talk a little bit about like maybe cadence. So there, there are many answers to that question. The first one is, what is your budget allowed, mm. right? That's a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think personally, quarterly is great if you can afford it financially. If not, semi-annually is great. If not annually, whatever you can afford financially. One of the things I'm hoping, hoping now that so many companies are doing work from home uh, and not going back into offices or only going part-time is they're going to save the money that they're, or they're going to use the money they're saving on rent. And when people forget about all the other things uh, that they're saving on, it's not just the rent, but the electricity and the coffee pods and the toilet paper and all these things that are part of an office that people forget about, oh, that really adds up. So my hope is that people are going to bring their teams together for a quarterly or a semi-annual all hands and put a team building program in it so that people who may be on, on Zoom or, or Teams or whatever they're using, a co video conference call on a daily or weekly basis are actually getting together. And that's one thing I've had a lot of clients share with me it's tapering off a little more now um, that we're kind of back to normal, if you will. But a year ago, certainly people were saying we're having this conference and 50 to 75 percent of our people have never met face to face. Mm. So we really want to do something to get them engaged that's non-threatening and fun. So that's one answer to your question. When I was just at Sherm National, one woman said, "What asked me what is the time frame?" And I said, two hours generally." And her eyes lit up, and she said, "Oh, I can't have people away from my desk from their desks for two hours." And I said, "Well, I don't mean to be combative, but how important is this to you? How important is it to the company? You know, I, I would argue that if you want people to get working together and you want them communicating and collaborating, 
it is just as important to have them away from their desk with a, we are out of the office for the rest of the afternoon doing a team collaborative effort, whatever, however you want to phrase it. That's just as important as have, having them at their desks doing their quote unquote daily job. And mm. when I presented that, she kind of said, oh, so I, I don't think she was fully mm. convinced, but she certainly pondered it. So that's good stuff, because I, I think that's that's probably very common where it's like we've got so much to do. We don't really have time, but we've got to find time. And I love that. Uh, I've heard exactly. Jim Rome. He always talks about the bigger the why, the easier the how. So if your why is big enough, you'll figure out how to do that. I, I'm curious. Do you have any like, I don't know, maybe share maybe a favorite uh, or team building activity that you see that works real well? Would you be able to share maybe one or two? Uh, yes, it's honestly, it's like asking, I, I, I don't have children, but I'm sure it's like the old adage asking, which is your favorite child, right? <laughs> so it, it's hard to answer that. Um, one thing I will tell you is one thing is something we pride ourselves on is not upselling clients for something they don't need. If a client comes to us and say says, we just have two companies that just merged as one. So we really need to get these people working together and getting them to know each other. Great. I would love to sell you something that's going to cost $3,000 more. But what you need is our Just a Minute program, which is a minute to win at games, basically tabletop games. That's what you need. And instead of having one winner over all of the challenges over two hours, we'll mix it up and get people working with different people throughout. So they're, they're not at the same table on the same team, same team. So it's really a networking hmm. thing too. So that is something that we, I, I don't know if it's, that's my favorite program, but it's one that we use a lot in situations like that because it's simple, it's cost effective, and it provides a great return when people want their new people to meet. So, but I also really like our philanthropic programs that give back um, and our culinary programs are a lot of fun too. So hmm. I, I don't really have, I don't have a favorite. It's hard. <laughs> again, it's like asking what's your favorite child? Mm. Let me, let me ask you this. Uh, and I, I was actually thinking about this because when we talk about maybe we don't have enough time. Okay. We we're going to find the time. Now, all of a sudden, you know, we're talking budgets here. And the question I think leadership is, is going to ask a lot of times as well, you know, what's what's our return? How do we know the return? I'm just curious if you could share, like, how do you know if you've had a successful or anyone, not just yourself, but anyone, how do they know if they've had a successful team building activity at their at the workplace or at the conference? For me, there's two answers. One is the immediate observation at the end of it. When, when you look at the demeanor of the people, mm. are they laughing? Are they talking? Are they having a good time? Are the winners wearing their, their medals to the cocktail party that night? Are people engaged far more, um, I don't know what the word is. I don't, don't want to say assertively, but far are they far more engaged than they were that morning, if you will. So that's one answer. The other answer is, a story that I've heard on several occasions where three, six, eight months down the line, I'll get a phone call from a client and they'll say, hey, man, it's so-and-so. You did a, a team building program where we built bikes for kids back in Las Vegas six months ago. Oh, yeah, I remember your group. 
great. What's going on? Well, I had to call you and tell you a story of what just happened. Bob, who is in our New York office, was on a team that day with Sally from our Los Angeles office. Now, up until that point, they only knew each other as names and email addresses on the company directory. But while they were on their team, they started off talking about work because that's what we do, right? Later on, hopefully by the end of the two hours, people are talking about what they're doing on their uh, vacation or their kids going to school or whatever. But we start out with the, the simple commonality, which is work. And Sally was telling Bob about a problem she recently had with a client and how she fixed it and what tactics she used. Well, Bob had a very similar situation happen earlier this week. He picked up the phone and called Sally, which I know is a novel idea today, right? But did so, said, hey, this is Bob from New York. We were on the team together building bikes. Oh, yeah, yeah. You told me about a story a story about how you dealt with a client that you were having an issue with. Can you re remind me what you did? She did. He used the same tactics and nipped the problem before it became a problem. So all of that three, six, eight months later, just because they were on a team having fun, working together, building bikes for kids at a conference. So the dividends pay off repeatedly. It may, it's like the old, you know, the, the phrase from the film, it may not be today and it may not be tomorrow, but it will happen. That's a great story. I love that. So then it goes into that, hey, they made that deeper connection and all of a sudden uh, you, you can see it happening. Hey, I always like to ask speakers when they, oh, let me ask you this first. Uh, during your session, are you going to do a team building activity? There will be <laughs> some activities. Okay. I, I, to be honest with you, Bruce, I have to look. I think, I think I have 75 minutes. So yes, it will depend upon how many people are there and the okay. layout and all that. But people will be up on their feet and interactive and moving around. So it will not be a Charlie Brown. And it's, I think- I think I'm at 8 a.m. So have a cup of coffee, <laughs> pound your head against the wall before you come in. Make sure you wake, you're awake because you're going to be up and moving and, and definitely having a good time. I love it. I love it. You're going to help them take the fear out of team building. It's so exciting. Hey, let me ask you this, Matt. I always like to ask speakers when they finish speaking mm -hmm. at the HR Southwest Conference, your session's over. What are you hoping uh, to hear from attendees? What are you hoping to hear when you finish? This sounds selfish, and I don't know if I should say this or not, but can I have your business card because I want to collaborate with you, mm -hmm. right? That that Because that means I've done my job and gotten people jazzed about this, and they feel they've gotten value from my session and can bring that back to their teams or their companies or, or their executives or their board or whomever. Now, yes, that's a selfish answer. It's it's true. I'm not going to lie. I mean, look, we all want to help ourselves, right? And what can we do to to make things better? And I don't mean that in a negative, selfish way. I mean that in a very, it's human nature. We want to continue. It goes back to growth. We want to grow. So what can I do to help you and your company grow? That's the short answer or, or one of the answers. The other answer is just that people say, I had so much fun and this was so different than most sessions and I really appreciate it. And you got me thinking, and I really want to pursue this more. So even if they don't come back to me, they're at least pursuing it and recognizing the value and recognizing the, the little pointers that I give. These are valuable and these will help you have a successful team building program. Well, it sounds like you're very passionate about team building. I'm, I'm excited to see you and hear your message. 
Yeah, let me ask you this. What like what drives you? I, I really, I really like what I do. Uh it's never, never the same day twice. Um I really like getting people jazzed. My big thing when I facilitate programs is I want you to regress back to kindergarten. You have permission to play. Take off the tie, take off the jacket, take off the uncomfortable shoes, play. This is time to play because I think we get we are conditioned to be conditioned, right? We're conditioned to live in a box for the most part. I'm generalizing. So I want you to get out of that. Have fun. Enjoy each other as people. If you're in a philanthropic program, you're doing good. If you're out on a scavenger hunt, let loose. Have fun. Mm. So um, that drives me. I have, a, as I said, a varied background in education and entertainment and events and everything kind of and the way I describe it is a perfect storm that kind of just came together to get me where I am now. And I feel like I'm where I need to be. I love what I do. I've been doing it for a long time at this point. And it just propels me. I like to have fun too. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a very hard worker and I can do the spreadsheets and the contracts when needed, but I like to see people having fun. And I think if you have fun in the workplace, you're more productive. Some would argue that that's not the case, but my feeling is it is. That's Think fantastic. about, I won't say any any company names, but it starts with a G. Think about the companies we've heard of that have pool tables in the lunchroom and ping pong tables and have these, these things that allow people to blow off a little steam during the workday and just have fun. They're huge companies that are very successful. That's fantastic. I appreciate you, you sharing that. Hey, I always like to ask my guests on the show if they've ever been given any advice uh during their career it was their, maybe early career or mid-career it was just so good you just find yourself sharing with others that's that's tough my father ran um ran a business out of our home for the first 25 years of my life so i mean i was gone before he he closed the business so um seeing my parents run a business. There are a number of things that were instilled with me, maybe not a message or a direct advice, but one thing that I learned was you return phone calls within 24 hours. Mm. It's just the way it is. You take a message, you get the name, the phone number, and a, a brief idea of what it is. And people today, and it, technology is partially to blame, if you will, for this, but Take a message, leave a message. It drives me nuts when people say, I called you. Didn't you see the missed call? No, my phone was on airplane mode because I was 3,000 feet or 30,000 feet up in the air. So why didn't you leave a message? Well, you should have seen that I called. That drives me nuts, Bruce. So uh, basic business skills were given to me very on. And I think that's lacking in any industry, whether you're a CEO or on an assembly line, you need to know how to communicate with people and how to leave a voicemail message. Uh, that's one thing that, that has stuck with me. My father also said, and I know there are many people that have said this, if you like what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Mm. I don't know if that's 100% true because there are things that I have to do some days that I just don't like, <laughs> but it's got to be done. But for the most part, I think if you can find a job or a career that you excel in and that you provide worth to, you're going to be happier overall. I love that. I love that. That's fantastic. I wrote a book called Find Your Lane and it really was about 
finding joy in your career. That's what that's all about. And so exactly. I, I think that when you're in your lane, you're going to have joy and you're in your lane. As we sit here and talk about take the fear out of team building, uh, we're going to get to see you in Fort Worth, Texas at the HR Southwest Conference coming up October the 15th through the 18th. I'll put the, the link in the show notes so you can get registered. I love that. This has been a lot of fun. I told you the time is going to fly. I'm going to shift over to it's time to accelerate and ask you some fun questions. I know you do a lot of uh, you, you attend a lot of conferences. You speak at a lot of conferences. What's your favorite city to visit? Oh, gosh. Any city that has really good, authentic food and cocktails. Mm. I think you'll <laughs> I, find I that in Fort Worth. I'm sure I will. Um, anywhere I go, I really try to stay off the beaten path and go to restaurants that are locals. Chains are great. Uh, tourist traps are are fine. I really try to find the local cuisine and the local flavor, both food, but also of, of the atmosphere and the culture. So um, Dallas, Fort Worth is right up there. New Orleans, I really like. Uh, I, I that's again, it's like picking out your favorite kid. Uh, I just like to travel <laughs> and I like to experience different different places in this great country. So I love that. That's I fantastic. guess I'm skirting uh, the, an answer. No, I you you well one one of the places you mentioned was New Orleans. I was in New Orleans for sure, twenty two, and it was fantastic. I really enjoyed that. Hey, what are you most looking forward to? speaking this year at the HR Southwest Conference? Uh, well, good Texas barbecue. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, again, meeting people and networking and saying, look, this is how I, I would love to help you. What, what do you need from me? Let's collaborate. Hopefully just making connections and collaborating with people and getting them passionate, about, even if they're not passionate about team building, at least saying, all right, well, let's consider it. All right, we got to do this. What can you bring? And then after we do collaborate at the end of a session going, ah, now I get it. Giving people an aha idea at the conference to hopefully then transform into an aha moment later on. That's fantastic. Hey, you're a very energizing person. What like out of like outside of team building, what what energizes you? What do you like to do? Uh, that's a great question. I, I, like I said, I grew or I started out in theater. So I love theater and live entertainment. When we were in Vegas, I saw a show there. Uh, great fun. I really like spending time with my parents and my brother who actually lives in Vegas. I try to see them. I think we, and I was not always like this when I was a kid, it was friends, 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 even in college. And as I've gotten older, I really appreciated my family more, which is uh, really nice. I'm a big water person. I live near the water in Florida. I don't live in the center of the state because I love to be on the water, whether it be at a pool or the beach or kayaking or whatever. So that water sports are my big thing, but, and, and live entertainment. Well, that, uh, that sounds pretty energizing, Matt. Uh, hey, this is my final question. Okay. And uh, probably my favorite question I like to ask is Matt, 10 years older, he's around the corner and he's knocking at your door and you're going to go answer that door. What's he going to tell you? Keep doing what you're doing. You're on the right path. You're changing people's lives in a good way. You're enjoying what you're doing and you're, you're keeping healthy. You're not doing anything harmful to yourself or other people. So Keep doing what you're doing because you're you're doing it right and you're on the right path. I love that. 
I love that. You're definitely living life in the leadership lane. I appreciate you coming on the show and just sharing perspective around your topic for the HR Southwest Conference. I'm excited about that. Hey, if someone wanted to connect with you before the conference and maybe follow you and, and learn more, how, how's the best way for them to connect? The easiest way is premierteambuilding.com. All of the social media links are down at the bottom of uh, the, well, all the pages in the footer. And there's a contact page and there's also a phone number. So I'm not afraid of the phone. Give me a call. I'm not <laughs> one of these people that has to have a keyboard and, and a screen between us. Uh, pick up the, and, and it's funny, I'll tell you, Bruce, when I get inquiries online from our, our online form, Nine times out of 10, I call clients right away and they're sh so shocked. And I said, well, why? I, I want to meet you at least over the phone. Let's talk a little more. I got mm. your form, but tell me more about what you're looking for. And, and it makes such a difference. You know, I mean, it's not, it's a human connection removed, but we're so far removed these days with keyboards and, and touch screens and everything that I think anything we can do to stay connected just makes better, better business and better uh, communication and connectivity as people. That's fantastic. I love that. And any anyone that's going to take the fear out of something, I'm interested in. So uh, looking forward to seeing you again at the HR Southwest Conference coming up in Fort Worth, Texas, October the 15th through the 18th. I'm excited. I appreciate you coming on to the show. And uh, hey, I cannot wait to share this episode. I'm excited for it. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Hey, I'll talk to you later, Matt.